0: What's up, guys? Kelsey Charles and Megan Murray here, and you are listening to Girls Talking Boys in partnership with SB Nation. As always, hello.
1: I mean, you do that so well. I, Whenever I have to be the one that does it, I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm a one-take Jake, so I just roll with it.
0: That is how we roll on this show. Like, I would love to sit here and tell y'all that we go through and just edit to oblivion, mm-hmm. but you know what? I would like to argue that that would remove the authenticity. So why would we do that to you? Why? I agree with that. I just believe in showing up as my most true version of my best self. In I'm here to just form. let it fly, you know? <laughs> Which is what you're going to get from me today. Especially because Meg and I are basically passing the baton. Like, I'm coming back from a trip, so I'm jet lagged. And she's about to go on a trip. And so we're just like...
1: For two planes
0: passing in the night. Literally that. Um, I mean, why would we not? Like, this is how we roll. Uh, Yeah. I I can tell you. Let me tell you this, though. One thing that I have. I'm going to give you some advice before you get on. Well, you've already been on a plane ride. But one thing I didn't realize before I got on a plane in COVID era was that they no longer serve alcohol on airplanes.
1: Yeah, no, they don't. That's an issue. Not unless you're first class, which, I mean, that would be cool and all if anyone wants to hook it up, but I can't afford that. I was very unaware,
0: and uh, when I went on a nine-hour flight, that was what I, my goal was, was to have a few Beverginos, well, nixed, because of both yeah.
1: yeah, none, none skis. I was like, "Are you
0: kidding me right now? Like, this can't be real." And they were like, "Yeah, I know." And I was like, "How?" And the late, the flight attendant was like, "Here's the thing. It doesn't make much sense because, like, I can not I can feed you other drinks, but not that one." And I was like, "Yeah, I mean, why can you give me a ginger ale but not put a little some something in it? Like, what?" Probably because
1: the- like Joe Schmo and like aisle two is just gonna have too many and then just like won't put his mask back on, you know?
0: <laughs> Fucking Joe.
1: I know. Ruins are for everybody. Seriously. We hate them. We hate them. It should just allow you to take shots instead. Because then it's like, it'll you put it back on. And then you're done. One time someone told me that if you took little mini bottles
0: and it was over international waters, that it was illegal and you can get arrested. And I don't know the validity of that. But ever since then, I've been spooked.
1: Well if you do the little bottles you just can't let them see it anyways no kidding like wow who was who is in gonna be like hey
0: um ma'am can you bring me a large (laughs) drink with some room. So I can put my (laughs) vodka in it like what are we doing like that's like that's like you roll up to Sonic and you're like hey um turn your head while I pour out the top of this real quick, so I can you know. Make something else in like
1: no, you know Betty Sue on the way to a bachelorette party ruined that for everybody else. I'm just telling you, rules are in place for because someone was being an idiot, so and I blame I, them. I just
0: I I feel like in post COVID era, here's something we need to do. Not that I watched the show, but I did watch an episode, and apparently, always sunny did this like they played this game where beer
1: one. Yep, I'm, i I oh. just saw that the other day. We. First of all, that. that just disgusted me as a premise. <laughs>
0: Why? I
1: can't drink that many beers. Well, first of all, I can't. Well, no one can, but I can't, I can't drink three beers. So,
0: <laughs> like ugh. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's fine. You can have some wines. It'll be I, good. Th-
1: okay. I feel like the humor of that show, like, I just feel like I can't control it like not that you can control any show really, but like, it just feels so like what you're doing is so wrong. And I want, I want to shake them and be like, why are you doing this? (laughs) It gives me anxiety to watch that show. So yeah, yeah. the whole time I was watching that, I was like, did you just drug like a freaking teenager? Like, what are you doing?
0: Oh, see, I haven't watched that much of that show. Everyone tells me I would like it and I don't know if I should take offense to that that to
1: me too. And I say you're incorrect.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But I
1: appreciate that other people like it. Like there are funny parts of it, but just stress me out as a group of people.
0: I'm glad that you are one of those people that watches things that are uncomfy and actually gets legitimately stressed. Like
1: people that revel in that I'm like, you're unhinged. You must be like, honestly, for like the longest time during this, you know, uh, panera bread or ponder replay or whatever you want to call it these days um like i couldn't i would watch like older shows and i was just like oh my god they're like touching that phone and not sanitizing their hands and like that was now i'm just getting crazy we will never be. i have to to check myself
0: we will quite literally never be the same like so true i watch my i i see things like sporting events or you know i mean i know that's happening now but like I'll 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 catch myself and I'm like whoa like what are they doing like I just I don't Sir, know
1: what where's we, your mask
0: yeah <laughs> how we won't have PTSD for
1: yeah oh well, I haven't um, so
0: yeah yeah I mean <laughs> so, we are the anxiety queens let's be real real honest about that for a minute oh a hundred percent um well you know I am grateful for one thing a a little bit of you know time away and B I feel like in that time especially since I was with Dave in like, that time
1: you missed nothing. <laughs> yeah. Cause
0: it's, it's pretty much a guarantee whenever Dave Hellman is out of pocket, something, some shit hits the fan or like something happens and he has to like rush back to the house or like grab his laptop and write something up. That was not the case this time. And, and for that, I have to say thank you to the Cowboys gods. Truly.
1: Yes. Oh, I, I have to run this by you now. So Uh-oh. my, um, tight end conspiracy thickens. Oh, and we addressed this last week, but okay. I must get your take on this. So, okay. you know, how, um, LP was obviously, um, rid of because, you know, Witten has to be the, the longest standing cowboy um, in the world. Sure. Th- that is my theory. Um, I just keep seeing all these pits things popping up yes. and like genera- generational talent guy yeah and like the whole number thing was just like a whole debate last week like <laughs> that was it was, it was wild and i'm th- i'm just saying what if they uh get pits this like he's the next witten and he gets 82.
0: bro i used to feel very strongly about this topic because I felt like I of all people had firsthand knowledge. I was like, yeah, like I dated an equipment manager and who was in the room when those people were making those decisions. And now I feel like I don't know anything. The moment that they gave CD lamb 88, I was like, I don't know what to believe anymore. I mean, granted, listen, like Des is incredible, but like if, if they, gave away Jason Witten's number. I, I will give you a hundred dollars, Megan, that this is an on air bet. Like within the next 10 years, if 82 is reassigned to a Cowboys player on the roster, active roster, you get a hundred bucks from me because I just can't I'm see it. have to wait 10
1: years to get a hundred dollars. Five
0: years. That's
1: that feels fair. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Well, it might happen this year if we get Kyle Pitts (laughs) number (laughs) 10.
0: Jerry's gonna be like, I went to college with someone named Whitten,
1: and (laughs) we're (laughs) gonna honor my my little baby boy, and I want someone to do him proud. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, he's like,
0: one time I knew a girl named Whitney and she was nice. And therefore, we're going to give Kyle Pitts number 82, and that's gonna be the story. That's yeah. going to be the the reasoning as to why we reintroduce a new set of these like
1: The next numbers. generation of these legacy numbers. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So the uh talk in the draft guys did a draft this week or mock draft. And you can find that on our channel. Um they did they put it on podcast, but you can also watch it on YouTube. Yeah. But Dalton has pits going. At 10, I think only one guy, one of us, Cole, traded back. Okay. But you found some pertinent information. I did. It got me all, all jazzed up. Okay,
0: so I did, actually. I'm glad you reminded me of the things that I found because, you know, jet lag is a thing. Um, I got a text message. <clears throat> and as I was, you know, about to get on the plane last night, and it was Mel Kuyper's latest draft, and apparently Sir Kiper has um, the Cowboys trading back with the Broncos and the Cowboys are, the, the Broncos are trading up to get Justin Fields. And I, you know, here's the thing. Anytime like you're going to have the Jeff Cavanaugh's of the world that hear captain trade back, they, they lose it in the best way. They love this. They live for this shit, right? Like they're like, get us the value. Like, you can tell me at 12, I will still feel good about the guys that are on our board. I mean, listen, like most teams only have like 15 first grade, first ground, like, wow, ground raids. Let me try words one more time. First grade.
1: <laughs>
0: Wait, nope. Third time. First round grade. Wow. Kelsey needs to go to sleep. She got there eventually. It's 10, 10 times a charm is actually how the saying goes. Anyways. um, And so like, if you trade it back to a certain point, you could still snag one of those guys. Or if the majority of those guys are gone anyways, you're like, well, what's the difference? So I I, I see it, but what I don't see is fields being available at 10. I don't see that. I just don't. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know how much of that to say, like, obviously he's super respected and everything, but I think mock drafts change all the time. And I'm like, I just, I would be very shocked if fields was still available at 10. But if he was, I don't hate the idea of the Cowboys trading back and still getting a really nice caliber player, just a couple spots back and Broncos getting a quarterback that maybe can quarterback. I don't know.
2: Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's (laughs) S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com.
1: I mean, that would be nice for them because their selections seem to be, you know, off the mark. So, you know, anything's better than like, you know, their Paxton Lynch pick, so. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Listen, Team Drew Lock Till I Die the moment that man he he
1: was fun when he was doing like the dancing on the sideline thing but like other than that what did he really bring to the table that's
0: some big backup energy and (laughs) while it creates really great social content it doesn't necessarily equate into victories so
1: for you know broncos nation is that what they call themselves i hope (laughs) <laughs> we should ask taster now that she's up there what do the, the, they call themselves we'll be like leaning the inside scoop on the land the land up in, in yeah the parts get behind enemy lines for us here yeah yeah not that we really like see them often but you know yeah. i want to be prepared when we do
0: i just at the end of the day and um uh actually dave and i on our show the star at night we did a mock draft too so if anyone feels like tweeting in for that that's that's airing uh actually today when this when this show airs as well and um you know i'll give you a hint i really really uh had some fun with uh the joey burrow pick so um lol at that one but i just genuinely would be shocked if Sertan wasn't the, the guy for the Cowboys at the end of the day I just would um I really would I just I feel like it's gonna happen it makes so much sense to me he's not just he could very well be both best player available and fit scheme and need so like to me I'm like it's, it's a win-win it's a he is literally check marks across the board like it just you can't afford not to
1: Sorry, I keep, I'm muting myself because my dog is just like going at this bone and I don't want to subject everyone to this. So I wasn't ready. No, it's good. But yeah, no, actually it's a, it's a, you're welcome, America.
0: I was going to say, I was like, people want to hear Yebi go after the bone. So it's fine.
1: She did this whole like, uh, vomit noise too. Like not actually vomiting. I was like, wow, I'm really glad I muted for that. So, you know, but I'll still give you the play by play because why not? <laughs>
0: <laughs> um speaking of play by play one thing that is developing and i don't know if it'll be the same tomorrow so this is your disclaimer now if things change um by the time this episode airs because i'm not going to be record this because i am unapologetically filming this um on a not friday so either way this week all smith um he visited the seahawks and I know that's been a thing, a topic of conversation this off season, because, you know, like I I think the team had said, you know, we probably are, we're not sure that we're in on him still. And even though he was easily the highest performing pass rusher on the team, at least the first half of the season. And, and then by the stats, you know, he was leading the team for sure. And I think we all know though, he disappeared a little bit more in the second half of the season and stats aren't Stats aren't everything, but still, he did. He's he is what he is, which is good—a good player. Um, but I think it was interesting too because when Mike McCarthy had his press conference, I think it was was it Dak? Yeah, it was Dak maybe. And uh, basically, he was saying like, "Oh no, like I'm not convinced that we're done with Alden." So it was like almost like this weird like back and forth between the front office and the head coach. Like, who do we? Such a tease. Yes. Like, who do we believe here? And now Alden is like up in Seattle, like doing the visit. And um, you know, Edwarder is saying how the Seahawks nearly signed Alden last month on the same day they reached agreements with Carrie Hyder and Vincent, my, Mai- and like it, it, they paused last minute, um, you know, and then, and then Michael Galkin was saying that there was potential for, they t- talked about doing like a trade at one point point. Um, in 2020, but the Cowboys didn't want to do a deal. And so it's just, it's, uh, are you going to be sad if yes, that goes
1: through? Well, I mean, it kind of feels, it feels like a done deal. Yeah. I know it's not at, at the time of this recording, but it just feels like they, they really do want him. And like they, I feel like they can make it happen and it's low risk. Impossible high reward for them, so you know, kind of why not? Yeah. Um, I'll hate to see him go because, I mean, he did have some beast moments, and I feel like with a beefed up, if we give them help on defense, I should say, and like even under Quinn's tutelage, like I could see that being a really good situation for us. But, you know, at the end of the day, I'm happy for the guy. Like I just, I just want him to do well. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I hear you. I, I, you know, I think that, I think he, in itself, if you look at it objectively from what he has done as an athlete, his absence, then the fact that he's been able to come back to the game and then perform, you know, at least even at the semi high level, it's impressive in itself. And so as a player, you, um, thumbs up. How about that? I can't sit there and be wishing people. Well, when I'm not sure if I do or not, but uh, yeah, so (laughs) I, uh, (laughs) I am definitely interested to see how that transpires. One last thing though, on that topic of, of edge rushers, Uh, you know, it's funny to me that the Browns now have Clowney, not that Clowney has been anything like amazing ever, but like to have two first round draft picks on either side of the line with Miles Garrett and Jadavian Clowney, I'm like, it, on paper, on paper, that's terrifying. So,
1: wow. That, I mean, I, yeah. I uh, do we do we play them this year? No.
0: Oh, I, then
1: go scare someone else. Yeah,
0: I don't know. I mean, again, like, <laughs> you're asking the wrong person. Like, I need to let me. let me, Yeah, I know.
1: I every I, like did we we added a game, but it was like the Patriots or something, right? Like, yeah, Patriots. I can never remember. Yeah. I don't even know what I had for breakfast this morning. So. I know.
0: I'm like, I don't even know, like this morning was like last night for me. So like, I'm very much like all, all across the board. I'm a straight scrambled egg right now. So. um <laughs> Taking on the sad. Basically. Um, Well, yeah, so that's kind of all I had. I mean, again, like uneventful. One quick note though, guys, Um, you know, we, we've had Dane Bruegler on before. And if you guys are big at the draft, which I know this time of year, most people are his, his guide, the beast came out this past week. um, And it's phenomenal. It's I'm going to get it printed. I've been out of town, which is why I didn't. But if you are a subscriber to the athletic, you automatically get access to it. It's unbelievable. It is the best wealth of knowledge I've ever held in my hands. Um, So if you want to nerd out over some of the guys that you're hearing and and potential picks, that is definitely something you need to go ahead and smash that subscribe button and get access to. So, um, yeah, but draft season is – damn, it's close, man. Holy cow. It is April – wow, we're mid-April. Yeah, we will yeah. know. You know what's cool is we will – we repeat ourselves a lot during the off season because it feels like there's only like two to four topics that circulate. And we will be able to definitively say uh come like this time in two weeks, exactly who that person is. So I'm pumped for it. I'm looking forward to it. I have a good feeling. Um, we'd love to hear who you guys think the Cowboys are going to pick and maybe who you think they should pick. And if there's really going to be a number that you think is off limits, because you know, I don't feel like I know anything anymore. I have I thought, a
1: conspiracy like, theory.
0: I was so <laughs> sure. And now I just am not anymore. So um, Meg, you have the best time on your trip this week. And, uh, I will send, I'm going to drop off some baby, baby vodka bottles for you because, you know, (laughs) uh, drunk on a plane. Like that's,
1: (laughs) you know, my flight's way less than nine hours. So I think I'll manage (laughs) Do appreciate the sentiment as always
0: guys. Um, thanks so much for listening. We do appreciate it. You can find the Log in the boys podcast wherever you get your podcast, whether that's Apple, Spotify, or iTunes, even Stitcher. If you want to hang out with us on social media, you can do that as well. I am on Instagram at Hey Kelsey Charles, also on Twitter at Kelsey underscore Charles, and Megan is
1: at Meg Murray with four R's on Earthing. On
0: Earthing, well, uh, the most important thing to know above Earthing is uh, the wise words, Megan, that you always leave us with, and that I missed hearing out of your mouth last week, but please go ahead and uh, lay it on us.
1: Dallas forever. Philly for never. Birds, you Uh, heard? Not real. (laughs) Not real. (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye. (laughs) Bye.